as the alarm kicks in for another day. From the moment your feet hit the floor, we've got all you need to know before heading out the front door. Live from just around the corner. To make the feel-good laugh. Matt Collins for breakfast. Hello, Matt Collins with you, and on this podcast, I share the extended version of my interview with uh, Dr. Tony Curran, an artist that was in Griffith on Friday the 12th of May for the uh, opening of his art exhibition, What a Machine. Dr. Tony Curran, an exceptional and very, very interesting man, uh, once had dreams of becoming a comic book artist. When that didn't eventuate, he got into psychology and then steered away from psych into becoming an artist. And uh, it's worked out all right for him. Very, very successful. In our chat, we talk about the transition from psych into art and what the future holds for art with the inclusion of AI, artificial intelligence. A very interesting chat with a remarkable man. Here it is now, my conversation with Dr. Tony Curran. Uh, Tony, uh, great to chat to you, mate. I'm interested in uh, a little bit about your background because initially you were going to be a comic book artist. Uh, yeah, so when I was first going into art school, I, my main experience with uh, visual art was in animations and comic book sort of things. And so I went to art school to learn that, enrolled in a drawing degree. And yeah, uh, in the art school environment, I kind of got mentored by this great lecturer, Gary Carsley, who kind of showed me all the magical things that I didn't realize I was doing. And in fact, all the kinds of things that I thought were mistakes and, and how I could turn them into, you know, really um, potent, creative uh, elements in, in art. So what, that was uh, quite inspiring. What, what's your, what was or maybe what is your favorite comic book, Tony? Ah, oh, that's... That's such a hard question. I, I'm really obsessed with uh, comic books by Chris Ware. Um, uh, just trying to think of which one to choose from. Building Stories might be my favourite. Building Chris Stories. Ware comic book. Beautiful, uh, like technical drawing, but with very human uh, experiences of loneliness and isolation and romance in, in modern America. Is it like a lot of rom-coms, Tony, in that the storyline doesn't really matter as long as it looks good? <laughs> this looks great. Um, it's kind of more like an art house cinema thing where the storyline doesn't matter so much because it's not totally linear. In fact, Building Stories is a box that you buy and it's filled with little kind of comic books that are about... 10 to 20 pages each and they kind of all coalesce like separate apartments within a building. Mm. It's a, it's actually quite a kooky little um, project that Chris Ware, who's a, who was, who's a San Franciscan artist develops probably about 10, 12 years ago. All right. So uh, from uh, comic book artists, you've steered away from that yellow brick road and got into psychology. No, well that happened the other way. So when I came out of art school, it's just the idea of a creative art, career just didn't seem viable so I enrolled enrolled in psychology because I was really interested in these questions about human experience uh, and then through the psychology degree I started uh, finding that I was drawing a lot particularly when I was doing visual perception units and I was drawing a lot of the experiments rather than writing about them which I should have been mm. and so I kind of read the tea leaves and realized that maybe I'm actually more of a maker than I am a reporter uh, so I um, 
went to Europe and saw some really good exhibitions while I was kind of doing that thing that one may maybe gets the opportunity to do at 21 and leave university and go on a holiday. So I went and did that and just was blown away by all these drawings and, and paintings that I was seeing in museums around there. And I thought, stuff it, I'm going to go to art school. But what an interesting link, though, Tony, the, the psychology and human behaviour. Uh, and you may not think there's a whole lot that sort of uh, relates to art, but uh, but one could assume it, it, there is quite a lot that does relate. Yeah, I mean, psychology is so much about trying to understand the human experience, and so is art. You know, we make we make artworks, and the good ones are the ones that you know, have a kind of position and a viewpoint about our place in the world. And if they're really good, then the audience gets a sense of that and it helps them understand their own human experience. Do you ever regret sort of not going further with your your psychology degree? Look, I'm very lucky to have had such a um, fruitful art career. I've had the opportunity to collaborate with psychologists. Mm. So... You know, occasionally the the itch gets scratched when I read a book or I'm in love with a new psychological concept. But, um, yeah, no, I've done some collaborations with actual, you know, former lecturers of mine in my psych degree and, um, and you know, other psychologists around uh, ideas of mindfulness and how... Um, so, so right now my research project is very much about um, how can an, an artwork create a mindful experience in the viewer. And I believe that's that's a really key part of, um, say, what art can do in the world. It can sort of change our mental speed to something a bit more contemplative in the age of technology where we're constantly scrolling through. And a lot of the kind of literature that I refer to when I'm looking to kind of understand this is evidence-based literature on these kinds of topics. So psychology continues to be a very influential part of my thinking in the studio. I, uh, and, uh, I, I absolutely love it. I'll, I'll tell you why. I can go to an art gallery with a friend and, yes, I enjoy just that, uh, that, that moment with the piece, but I also, just as much, Tony, I enjoy then having a conversation with my friend afterwards to, to mm. hear about what they got from the piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and so it's something It's, it's, it's very subjective, isn't it, artwork? Well, yeah, I mean, because I teach art, a lot of the students try and get out of the, you know, the subjective thing. But I think it's not objective, it's not subjective, it's intersubjective. And it's just like you said, where your subjectivity gets to contemplate an object that another subjectivity is contemplating and you and your friends kind of get to see the bridges between your subjectivities. And I think that's really important for an age like we're in. I tend to agree with you, mate. Now, uh, you are in Griffith at the moment. Uh, you're no stranger to the Riverina, having spent quite a bit of time in Wagga Wagga. Uh, but yeah. uh, here for the uh, artist uh, opening at the uh, Griffith Art Gallery, of course, uh, for What a Machine, the, these are your pieces, as well yep. as a talk you're going to be giving on Saturday the 13th of May. Um, now, this is all based around, the, I, I, I guess, the future, but not, you know, years and years away. It's happening now. I speak about AI and how it's in lots of ways taking over, uh, you know, human services and, and, and perhaps in your world with, with art as well. Just how are machines potentially taking over art? 
machines are doing the same thing that they've always done, which is to give artists new tools to play with and at the same time to kind of shape visual culture a little bit so that the spirit of the times that we're in is reflected in kind of how that technology looks. So, you know, in a sense, it's it's creating a new, I guess, chassis for art. But ultimately, um, I'm a big believer that we'll always need artists to be ahead of the machines. And I, and I think machines are always going to be one step behind artists, particularly, the, you know, it, it's um, absolutely a... I don't mean to say I'm a Luddite with this, but um, I think because we all have similar bodies to each other, we all have similar developmental stories. We, we've all been kids. We've all had those kind of heartbreaks, those moments of bliss and joy throughout our lives, you know, the good and the bad. Mm. And I just don't think machines can be programmed to understand that to such a sensitivity to deliver something to someone that helps them to understand themselves like that. It, it is uh, certainly an interesting topic. What a machine is the uh, the name of the, your talk, but also the name of the exhibition. Um, Dr. Tony Curran, it is great to chat to you, mate. R- really is really interesting, Chad, and, and thanks for your time today. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.